Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Now, I always love talking about a good takeover or something that's got a bit of a twist and it's quite interesting. And this one I picked out is about link administration. Now, there was a takeover offer recently for this company. The market actually um, has voted on this, I think, because the share price hasn't gone anywhere near the offer. Now, initially, they came out with an offer and there was a revised offer up around 4%, I think, that the um, report said. But I believe the offer's around $5.40, or the valuing link at around $5.40, including there's a company within Link, which is called PEXA. And PEXA is about, uh, it's a land registry services website. Okay, so um, basically it's a property exchange where documents or um, settlements can be arranged electronically and online. And how fantastic to have something like that. And I can only see that a product like this would expand over time and the potential I think is quite significant. And obviously the the capital um, firms, the private equity firms that are looking at taking Overlink can see the value in that. And they're talking about an option to um, create an offshoot and, and list PEXA and see what they can get for it on the market. And I think that'd be a great idea and a better outcome potentially than just if Link Administration were just to sell the whole box and dice together. Because of course, private equity firms are in there to make a buck and they can often do that by splitting up companies. We've seen plenty of movies about the same thing. What I do think is that if Link can maintain its position and hold on and not sell itself away, um, it's such a low price. And yet I do think it's it's lower than what it should be at. And I'm going to explain why from a technical perspective soon. But um, as I was saying before, I think what's happened is because there's also been discussion about Link being um, worth about $3.80 and then um, the private equity firm said that that's what they'd pay for Link on its own and they could help um, Link to create this offshoot and list PEXA separately. I think that that potentially has also confused the market as well because it's hovering well below the offer price at the moment. So um, what also is interesting too is that the company PEXA has a fair had a fair amount of debt I was reading um, at some point. So I don't know what's happening there. And I don't, I think that it's not from our perspective as technical analysts, we don't really care what's going on, what all the machinations are, because the share price ends up showing you what's important and what's not. And the fact that the share price is sitting below that offer price tells uh, a, a story that, that 
potentially that the market don't um, think that the perhaps that the offer will take off, or it's possible that um, you know that they don't the market doesn't see value any higher than this. But I actually believe that the link itself is being undervalued quite a lot because COVID put a huge dint in a lot of companies, as we know. So what's the real price of this share worth pre-COVID? And if you go back and have a look at what it was trading at prior to COVID, we're looking at somewhere around the $6 mark. From a technical perspective, um, if we look at what happened to the share price just out of interest over the history, we can see that after listing, Link rose 26% or thereabout. It, it then fell in total, 70% into the 2020 low. Now, 58%, as I was saying before, was actually due to the COVID effect. So a significant portion of that decline was actually due to something outside of their control. So this is where I think this, this private equity firm are being very smart and it's very opportunistic to come in and try to get uh, put a deal together. But is it good or bad for shareholders? And I think that if you've been hanging in there for this long and you've sat there and watched the share price fall um, lower, then you really need to get better educated for one and look at having some proper rules to manage your downside risk, which is what we teach you when you come on board to do our, one of our courses. So you won't be in this position, but if you purchased it some months ago prior to the the takeover and then you're sitting there and you're thinking, well, what do I do now? You know, do normal rules apply? And often in takeover situations, they can. There could be a, a technical exit on the chart that forms over the period where the, the board are trying to make a decision about which way they're going to do to, to go with the takeover offer. Sometimes you can see technical exits that you can use to get out of the shares, but there's a general rule of thumb that we talk about, whereas we want to really know whether the board's going to say yes or no, because if the board turned around and said yes to the offer, then clearly the share price is going to rise significantly. But if the market thinks that the board are not going to approve the offer in a holistic sense in selling off the whole of the company at $5.40, then that could explain why the share price is staying where it is. So investors would be wise to wait and see what happened. But the risk you face is that if the uh, board decide not to go ahead with any deal with this private equity firm, then the share price would fall. Now, shareholders might, because you've been in this for some time and you've watched the share price fall, you know, there's a bit of pain there potentially. So you, you might be thinking, well, I'd rather just get what I can for the shares. But I'd suggest that you really think seriously about this. It's not a good strategy to, to look at things that way. While yes, if the takeover offer gets knocked back in the short term, and possibly even for some months, the share price could drop initially and then trade sideways. But ideally, if it dropped quickly and created a gap on the chart, then there could be opportunity for the share price to push back up again. So I would just say that it's not as bad as what you might think when a share price drops after a takeover offer gets knocked back. But then it depends on the company because we have seen that there have been some companies that where the share prices continue to fall after that. However, I don't think that that's the case with this particular uh, stock. And I, I'd been watching this share for some time because it looked quite interesting in terms of the way it was unfolding. It, it appeared that from a longer term perspective, COVID actually helped 
the unfolding on the downside is a pattern that we look for in terms of determining whether the, the downside is finished. And it's a little bit challenging where you've, you don't have a history of the stock rising for a long term into a peak or a major high, which the stock did form a significant high, um, I think that was in 2018, and it's fallen since then. But because you don't have a lot of data prior to that, there are, there are so many, uh, f there were less techniques that you can use to determine where the share price is likely to go from here. But still, nonetheless, it's um, possible to work out what the stock's worth. And the first thing, as I said, logically looking at where the price was prior to COVID. And the second thing is to just look at the chart, do some technical analysis and work out where the stronger levels are and that the stock would resonate to around that level. Now, I, I think that um, the board, in my opinion, uh, are not necessarily, well, they're doing the right thing by holding off for a higher offer. That's for a start. However, not all companies use technical analysis to determine whether they're getting a fair price for the shares. It's all about what they can see now and projecting um, the fundamentals, looking at the forecasts and and what they see in terms of the, the value of the business in that way. But technical analysis can actually really open um, an eye, people's eyes to what's possible. And I saw this in the GFC where a lot of good companies were getting taken over and taken over at low prices. Now, you can understand those boards getting beaten around the head, basically, by um, big shareholders because the share prices are down and they've lost money and even um, smaller shareholders and there's this pressure just to take take an offer. So, but I don't think we're in that climate right now. I think there will be some downside on the market. There's going to be some volatility. The US market's falling away and our market's not necessarily going to be immune from volatility at the moment. But when you're looking at takeovers, it's just, it's sort of a bit of an indicator of the mood on the market and whether that's necessarily a good time to be looking at selling. Like, you know, are you looking to sell your property right in the middle of um, a decline? Not necessarily. People often will hang on and wait until the property market recovers and then look to sell their property later. Now, I'm, I'm not using property as an example because PEX is part of this company and it's a property exchange that's um, totally separate but it was just sort of getting you to think about something that perhaps that you would look to do when you're looking to to sell an investment and that a lot of people hold property when you're selling shares often shares get sold towards bottoms because there's a bit of a flush out um, whether it's rules or not that get triggered that cause it to happen or whether it's just an exhaustion of people finally giving up on the stock so in this case, I think um, there's probably a bit of that in there if, for long-term shareholders that have been hanging in there. And apparently there are some big shareholders sitting in there that are obviously waiting for the company to do something great to generate a return for them and they want to see a, a result. So, But are they willing to let it go so soon? I'd be disappointed if um, some of those big shareholders were wanting Link Administration, the board, to just agree to the, this offer when potentially... There could be, um, over the next you know, three to five years, there could be some great opportunities. And we could be going into another cycle after we see this flush out that COVID will bring for um, the world and for Australia. We could then see another boom coming in after that. So this sort of um, service, because it, this, the service itself looks after 
industries where there's money. So when there's money around, then potentially these companies should do well over time. So look, I hope you've enjoyed the discussion today. And and I would say to you, if you're holding the shares, vote with your feet. If you don't think that the um, the board should um, hand over the stock, then let them know. That's, that's really important that shareholders actually have a voice. And the Australian Shareholders Association is another body where in, investors can come together and and also put their case forward and then the Australian Shareholders Association sometimes go out there and, and make a case for different things. And whether they get involved in takeovers, I'm not saying that's necessarily the case, but it's good to actually look at what that your voice does count as a shareholder, even if you are small. So I hope you've enjoyed the discussion today on link administration. Is it good or bad for investors? And I, I wouldn't say it's bad for investors, but I don't think this is the right time to be looking to give up um, the company to private equity. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.